want to make a podcast, Spotify has got a platform that lets you make one super easily, distribute it everywhere, and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or your computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&As and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, I feel so supported in the creation and distribution of my show. Spotify for Podcasters hosts masterclasses, office hours, and more to help creators develop and fine-tune their skills. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to 8020. My name is Lily. I'll be your host or I am your host. I, I quite literally was in my bed about five minutes ago and I was on Instagram and I came across Dale from The Bachelorette. Um, His account and his video or a live that he did like not too long ago today and I think I saw a reel and then I ended up on his page and then I ended up on this video and basically he was just talking about how social media can be so toxic and so detrimental to people's mental health and like safety sometimes and then it just really got me thinking about how social media has affected me and probably affected you guys um i just had this urge to just talk to you guys it's a saturday night um it's 8 30 at night i am in my uh at home in my room myself my whole family is well Lexi's at work tonight and my parents are spending time with some of their friends and so I am home and I just wanted to talk to you guys about like so many different things and like this is kind of going to be like a feelings type episode so like if you're not all sappy I would just go listen to something else we need to have like a a human to human chat that's like what Dale Moss like titled his little Instagram live I'm like I love that a human to human chat I think that too often we forget that the people we see online are real people like we've only ever experienced these people online or maybe on stage at a concert or in a YouTube video or we've just never experienced them face to face and most of the people that I follow online are people that I've never even met in real life which is crazy and it's like we see these pictures of them doing all these cool things and you know what they're eating and their beautiful homes and it's all curated for showing off if that makes sense like even if it's not intentional I mean I even do it like before I 
you know, film a sit-down video. I'm going to put on a full face of makeup so I look presentable. In a vlog, I'm kind of like less makeup-y because I'm, you know, doing things and a vlog is more like throughout the day. If I know that I'm going to talk for a long portion of a vlog, I'll probably put on makeup so I can look more presentable or I'll like pick up my room a little bit so there's not a ton of clothes on the floor. And that's just like what we do. Like we, of course, want to show off the best parts of our lives, but then other people only see the best parts of our lives. Do you get what I'm saying? So it's really hard to find that balance between like how vulnerable should I be online and what shouldn't I show because we can't show everything. Like it's not possible for us to show all aspects of our lives and at least like in the YouTube realm, I've really, really experienced specifically recently for some reason, a lot of people are just getting increasingly more hateful which just hurts my heart because it makes doing social media stuff so much less fun. Really just like zaps the fun. Like you post a new video and someone's like, ew, I don't like her haircut. It's like, you just really zapped the fun, didn't you? Like, I bet you're real fun at parties. So then I'm like sitting there asking myself, well, how vulnerable should I be online? Do people want to just see the highlights Or do people want to see, you know, the hard, real human stuff? And I feel like I've kind of gotten away from showing the real human stuff because people want to see, like, the showy stuff. They want to see, like, the productive days in my life and the highlights. And I just feel like I'm doing myself a disservice and I'm doing you guys a a disservice if I don't show, like both. I feel like the podcast is a really great place to be more vulnerable with you all because it's not YouTube. (laughs) YouTube, like I said earlier, has just had this attitude recently. I don't know how to put it, but it's just an attitude (laughs) and I love it. I don't think that I'll ever stop doing YouTube, but I don't think that I could ever be like a full-time YouTuber. I don't think that doing YouTube like full-time would ever be it for me. I don't think that it satisfies me the way that engaging with you all like on DMs or because of like the podcast. I just, I love having real conversations with you guys and it's cool that YouTube can be like a platform for that, but I just want more. And so I'm so glad that the podcast is a great place for us to engage with each other. Like DMs is such a great place for us to engage with each other. Really like my dream right now would be to, well, first off, move out of my hometown, which we will get into my hometown loneliness here in a few minutes. But the dream would be to leave my hometown and go somewhere where I can work with um, maybe like some sort of like exercise facility or like a gym or something Um, maybe like a spin studio I would literally love to be a spin instructor that would be so fun but we just don't have a spin studio here so like I can't like perfect my skills and then like start training to be an instructor I can only just like love spin from like when I've been able to go to spin but anyway I would love to do that and then I would love to just be a part of people's health journeys because I really wish that there was someone to help me when I started like my health journey if that makes sense and for a while there I thought that I could do social media full-time but ever since like the pandemic happened people have like really shown their true colors and like I just don't think that social media full-time is like it I feel like people want 
I at least crave more than just like making a video, like living to make a video. I want to like do something in my videos, if that makes sense. So anyway, how do I be more vulnerable online and show more realness? I guess this is it. Um, I just don't know how else to explain to you guys that like social media isn't everything other than just sharing with you how I feel and how I've been feeling and hoping that you guys can like take that and use it for good and use it to maybe help you get through a tough situation but don't use it against me like I don't share my life for you to just like make fun of it if that makes sense if you enjoy my content if you think that this podcast is going to be for you I encourage you to keep listening if what I'm speaking out so far has not aligned with you in any way shape or form I encourage you to listen to something else there are hundreds of thousands of podcasts out there countless I mean millions and millions and millions of songs that you can listen to but if my podcast does not align with you I encourage you to stop listening and that all kind of segues into my like first little sub point of just social media and how much people don't see real people on social media um, is the fact that I even had to say that is sad because we have become so accustomed to saying to people who put their lives online oh well you deserve it you put your life online I'm like uh no that's just like a cop-out for people that like hate (laughs) and I just will never understand how someone can like take the time to write out like a nasty comment but what I have learned in my like three years on YouTube is that people who have hate in their heart have to hate on other people because they just don't know any differently if that is you if you have hate in your heart if you are feeling hate towards someone online or maybe someone in your life or maybe like an old friend who like crossed you I just encourage you to dig a little bit deeper and figure out what like where that truly is coming from because I mean I've been there I have seen creators online and I'm like that's stupid like why would they decide to wear that outfit what are they doing blah 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 but I don't know I've never had like the urge to comment that but I just don't know how we as a society got to a place where we are okay with being so hateful to one another I just don't understand it. And so that being said, if someone that you don't, if someone that you're following online or someone that you like listen to their songs and you're just not really feeling it anymore and you just don't really like it. Okay, you know what? Let's backtrack a little bit. Let's just talk about like all Instagram content really quick. Like put hating aside, like hate, hate, whatever. Okay. Um, how does the content that you consume add value to your life? Are you just scrolling Instagram to scroll? Do you feel like absolute shit after you scroll? Like, you don't even have to leave a hate comment to feel like crap after you've scrolled Instagram. Because I've been there. I have spent probably the past, like, month and a half, I guess, like, detoxing my social media feed. And not, like, detoxing myself from social media, but, like, detoxing my social media feed. 
and I have been unfollowing people who make me feel like shit after I see their posts and I'm not ashamed to say that I've felt you know, insecure or bad about myself or my decisions or my life path or whatever from people's Instagram posts because that's just my problem and that's why I've unfollowed them. And so, you know, it might not necessarily be the people who you're following, like their fault that you feel like crap after scrolling, but you just have to tune in with yourself and check in and think like, does this person's content add something special to my life? Do I follow them? For a reason, I wrote down some questions that I ask myself when I come across someone's content, so I wanted to read them off to you guys. Um, This is what I have in my notes section of my phone, and when I come across someone's Instagram where I'm like, why do I even follow this person? Like, I, just like from looking at this Instagram post, like say I'm scrolling and I come across like one single post, I'm like, I don't know this person's name, like, I don't know them from my personal life, I couldn't tell you, like, if they wrote a book, or if they do vlogs, or if they have a podcast, like, I just couldn't tell you. I am like, why am I even following them? So I ask myself, how does this person add value to my content, or wait, how does their content add value to my life? I told you guys, it's getting later and later by the minute. Okay, Um, is this person you follow... Okay, is the person that I'm following uplifting, positive? Do they give good advice? Do they teach me something? Do I walk away from that piece of content feeling refreshed? And if I answer no to any of those questions, I will most likely hit the unfollow button. Now, if you can't unfollow someone because maybe they're like a friend of a friend or like it would be really awkward if you unfollowed them because I have those people in my life too, I simply just mute them. I mute their posts, I mute their stories, and we're done. You know, you just don't have to check up on them. And I have felt this weight lifted off my shoulders from unfollowing people whose content doesn't make me feel good about myself. The other thing that I kind of wanted to touch on was a social media detox. And ask you guys first off if you've ever tried one because I think that they're great. Um, I think that I need another one. (laughs) I've been spending way too much time on my phone recently. It's really been taking away from my schoolwork and my uh, YouTube work. I find that when I really miss Sam, um, which is my long-distance boyfriend, if you guys are listening to the podcast for the first time, um, I haven't seen him in like a month and a half, I think. I'm going to see him in like two to three weeks, but I find myself that when I really do miss him, I distract myself by just like aimlessly scrolling Instagram while I like wait for him to respond to a text or like wait for our last like FaceTime call before bed you know like say he's in the middle of like doing homework and I'm just laying in my bed and I'm like waiting for him to call me back I'll just like scroll my phone like endlessly until he calls me which is such a bad habit that I've gotten into but it's really important to like vocalize what our bad habits are with social media and then vocalize how we are going to fix it. So in order to fix my little social media, current little social media obsession that really is taking away from like parts of my life that I need to work on. Like, so maybe we could all do a social media detox together. That actually wouldn't be a bad idea. Would you guys be down? Like, let me know. Maybe I'll post something on like 
Tuesday or Wednesday, like, after the podcast goes out and we could all talk about, like, doing a social media de- detox together. That would actually be really fun. But so, basically, like, a social de- uh, wow, a social media detox for me um, looks like this. So, I will delete the social media apps off of my phone, which right now I actually only have Instagram and Snapchat on my phone. Pinterest, if you count that. But I just love Pinterest for, like, quotes and inspiration and recipes. Like, it's such a wholesome app. So, I love Pinterest. I do not consider it a social media app. Um, But so, basically, I'll just delete the social media apps off my phone, like Instagram and Snapchat. Sometimes I've, in the past, I've even deleted my uh, email. But right now, since I'm in school, I feel like it's really important to have my email up. That way, I can, like, see an email from a professor. You guys know, like, those those late-night emails that are like, you didn't do this, right? You need to turn turn your revision and before the deadline you get it so I delete the social media apps from my phone and then really I just try to stay off my phone and I like to do other activities that I truly truly enjoy and just try to live in the moment and I also try to keep a journal and I ask myself how am I feeling do I have the urge to play on my phone have I freed up any time for myself Um, What have I been able to do now since I've been off my phone that I didn't or that I wasn't able to do when I was on my phone? Just questions like that. So maybe that would be fun for all of us to do like a detox together. Let me know if you guys would be down. I've also found that some of the best days are when you unintentionally do a social media detox, which is like the days where you're having too much fun and you just forget to check your phone. Um... A couple weeks ago, I actually went down to Florida with my younger sister, Lexi, and she got into a college down there. She needed to see the school, and she actually had a fall break, and so, like, last minute, like, three days before we left, we decided that we were going to go down there, and we had such a fun time, you guys. I cannot express to you, like, how fun it was. We'd never been on a trip, like, just the two of us, and... We were so busy like laughing and enjoying ourselves that we, or at least I forgot to check my phone and I just love when that happens. Like I didn't vlog, I didn't work, I didn't get on social media unless I wanted to or to like post a cute picture of like our coffee or something and like we took pictures and stuff but not even in the sense that like we needed to prove that we were doing something fun. We were just taking pictures of beautiful moments or fun moments that we thought would be a genuinely good picture and we just posted them because we wanted to. Like we didn't ever feel like anything had to be forced or that we had to prove to anybody that we were having fun or like it wasn't a competition and we didn't have to like post to post. And on the plane back, um, I started just writing a little something down in my notes and I got really sad and I always get like a little bit heartbroken on planes and that's partly probably because of my depressing music choices but there's also just something like so humbling about flying and it's so peaceful and you're just up there in the clouds and it's just like you and like 150 of your closest friends sharing two bathrooms um anyway Guys, for the record, I've never been on a cleaner plane than, like, recently, if it's worth anything. And they also don't pack the planes like they used to, so 
I felt very safe flying. I just think that flying is really peaceful. And so, like, after takeoff, like, you're just sitting there and, like, everything is, like, slowly drifting away. And it's just you and, like, the little biscotti cookie that they give you. And I was just sitting there and I was like, how can I make my life so fun that I forget to check my phone? Why can't I live in the moment every day with the same joy that I felt when I was on vacation? And so I don't know the answer to that. Um, All I can tell you is that I am every day working on trying to like be a better version of myself. But guys, I encourage you to answer that question in your journal or maybe like your notes. What can you do more of that makes you forget to check your phone? So that trip was like three weeks ago now, almost. Yeah, I think like three weeks ago now. And since then, like I said, I've been spending way too much time on social media And I think it's because I am a bit lonely here. And I was actually watching the Justin Bieber documentary, like his new one. It's called, my gosh, why can't I remember what it's called? I'm going to pull it up right now. But I was watching it earlier. I was in my bed feeling very lonely. Justin Bieber, hold on. I can't like type and talk at the same time. It's called Next Chapter, of course, like such a basic title. Okay, I was watching the Justin Bieber Next Chapter documentary just dropped on YouTube. You guys need to watch it. I have loved seeing his journey and I'm so grateful that he has shared it with us because that boy has been through a lot. Like he has lived so many lives, even within like the past couple years. He's lived like so many different like lifetimes, it seems like. And... I thought that it was so inspiring how he talked about his loneliness and he was vulnerable to millions and millions and millions of people who have truly seen him at his worst. And he just put out that new song called Lonely and I was listening to it while while I was going to pick up my Mexican food that I ordered that I had tonight. I got shrimp fajitas and chips and guac and it was so good. Um, but I was listening to it and I was just thinking about how I feel so lonely in my hometown and how I spend all this extra time on social media because I do school, I do YouTube and that's like pretty much it. That's like my livelihood and I do yoga and I, you know, go to workouts and stuff, but like, that's it. That's like it right now. It's like the things that I do, like but what's the most important thing to me? And that's like my family and my close, close, close friends. And like, that's it. Like, those are the things, the short list of things that truly matter to me right now. But I just feel unfulfilled in my hometown. I don't necessarily know where I'm going with this in regard to social media and the fact that I need to take a detox other than what we've already talked about, which is that whole comparison thing and how we need to unfollow people. But I think that we forget, or at least I forget, I feel like I'm really speaking for the group here, but you guys seem to relate to pretty much like damn near anything that I say. So we're just going to roll with it. I'm speaking for the group. Do you guys remember that guy on The Bachelor that was like, or The Bachelorette, and he was like, Cleric, I think I can speak for the group. And then the one guy was like, no, 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 I only speak for myself. 
So whoever I'm speaking for, I'm going to speak for myself, but it might relate to the group. Social media has started to like ingrain this outline of certain things that we need to have done by certain like ages or certain points in our lives, our lives. I just think that that's really shitty because we are all on our own timelines. But I think that like subconsciously I have really like believed that I need to be like at a real college right now or that I need to be like off living on my own and all this other stuff. But when you really think about it, like life right now is so different than how it was a year ago and we have no idea what's going to happen like in the next few months, within the next year, like we just have no clue. I don't even know what's going to happen a week from now. And so all we can do is be present with the people that we love, the people that we care about, the people who care about us, be with them, rely on them for our joy and happiness. I mean, of course, like rely on ourselves and you don't want to put all of that on other people, but just like find joy in the little things rather than like, wanting to be at the next place because of what you see on social media so yeah i've had to unfollow some people because they've set unrealistic expectations for me kind of going back to the justin bieber documentary that i was talking about a little bit ago it really reinforced the idea that we truly have no idea what is going on behind the scenes in a person's life And you can listen to a song or you could listen to a podcast or you could see an Instagram post or whatever, but we have no clue what's going on in the other, like, 24 hours of someone's life than the one hour that they showed us on the internet. Real life isn't filtered or photoshopped or edited or any of that stuff. And it's not like all that stuff online is bad because it's not. I feel like I really shitted on like social media during this whole episode, but it's really not all bad. Like it has given me so many opportunities and I'm so, so grateful for my platform and everything that you guys do for me, but it's not necessarily social media that does it. It's you guys and like you're the reason for everything that I do, I don't do it for YouTube, I don't do it for Instagram, I do it for you, the people listening, the people watching, the people reading, like, that is who I do it for, and I'm so grateful for each and every one of you, but I just want you guys to know that, like, social media is in real life, and then the other thing, too, that I was really thinking about while watching the Justin Bieber documentary is, like, Justin Bieber has gone through so much stuff in his life, And so much stuff behind the scenes and so many people judged him for so long. But like, can you imagine how hard that would be? Like, I have it on such a smaller scale and I'm not really trying to compare the two. But like, he lived such a crazy life and so many people judged him for it and they had no clue what he was going through behind the scenes. And so it's really just a good reminder that like, we have no clue what other people are going through. In a more realistic example, like, you could walk into a coffee shop and be having the worst day ever and the person in front of you could have paid for your drink without you even knowing it and, like, that could totally make your day. Or you could be in line in a coffee shop and someone could storm in from, you know, 
the door and walk all the way to the front start demanding all the stuff and like push you out of the way and like just be a total jerk or maybe like you're the barista and like you get shitted on for like making someone's pumpkin spice double shot triple chai extra hot chocolate latte with a pump of whatever caramel swirl I don't know I'm making this up and then you get like shitted on for like not knowing that item on the secret menu and like but um I did work in customer service for a while I worked at an ice cream shop and people would come in and just like demand the craziest stuff so I get it but like they come in and demand this stuff and it just ruins your day like it ruins your shift and you're like dang or people would get mad for me scooping them too much ice cream I'm like you ordered a large it's like I could be having such a crappy day and you come in and you yell at me for giving you too much ice cream you have no idea what the person you are talking to is going through. Like, when it came to those crappy customer service situations, I really just tried to think about how that person might be, you know, like, going through a divorce and they came to get ice cream and they just had to, like, let it out on someone. Or maybe the person with the triple shot, extra hot, pumpkin chai, spice latte, frappuccino, they, like, just lost their job and they just wanted a little pick-me-up and they're, like, taking it out on you. But like we never know what these people are going through, but they also don't know what we're going through. Like you see what I'm trying to get at? Like we as humans just need to be more human to each other. So I just encourage each and every one of you to be more empathetic towards people and be kind to everybody, even when it's hard, because you never, ever, ever know what someone's going through. One little final thing that I wanted to leave you with. I don't know if this is like from Pinterest or whatever, but I just like, I feel like I've heard this before, but I don't know necessarily where it's from, but I just wanted to say it. Um, In a world of negativity, why wouldn't you want to spread positivity and lift others up? Like, I feel like that just came from Pinterest, but it like came from my mind, but I feel like I've definitely seen it somewhere else. I feel like I've covered so many like random little subtopics in this episode, but what I really want to just leave you guys with is the idea that We need to be kind to one another regardless of the situation and to not let social media control your life. So kind of a random weird episode, more of like a chatty talking, just like getting things off of my chest type episode, but I hope that you guys did enjoy it. If you did, be sure to follow me on Instagram. My personal Instagram is at lilyraco, and then you could follow the podcast Instagram. It's 8020pod, that's 8020pod on Instagram. Both of those will be linked in the show notes. Um, leave a review, like the podcast, it really helps me out, kind of like boosts me a little bit, gets the word out there of my podcast on like all the different platforms, so I would appreciate a, a review from you guys, and be sure to subscribe if you aren't already. I post episodes every Tuesday. So thank you all so much for listening, and I will see you guys next time. Bye!